Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new week. We are getting this podcast out earlier than last week and we're excited we have Scott back on this episode and together we are discussing the practical and you know energy tips on getting unstuck I was seeing the energy this week and moving into the rest of the summer where a lot of you are feeling frozen like almost paralyzed like you can't move like I was seeing an ice sculpture and you're just overwhelmed with so many things and you don't know how to make a decision or use your energy and understand what to do and all the things that are kind of coming at you in the external world. And we talk about our scenarios, our stories, and use that as a teaching tool to help you really look at yourself and see how you can reverse the habits and patterns to become unstuck. This is a really, really good episode to help you move and figure out who you truly are and what you need to do so that you can soar into the five-dimensional energy that is here for everybody to explore. It's been a powerful month already. We are in that June explosion energy. We are here for you guys. Book sessions, come to events, find those mentors anything that resonates with you. Don't walk this alone. I say that all the time. It is not going to let up, but in the most powerful and amazing way. If you're like us, you're like, oh my goodness, it is only like June, what, 10th, 10 days in, and June has already been a powerhouse month. So we are here for you and together we are better. Enjoy this podcast. And again, thanks for listening. Enjoy your week. Oh, what a time. Well, I just finished eating my auntie's homemade caramel, and Scott's here today, and he was playing that puppet song from 1993. Don't, don't you put it in your mouth. mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. I don't need, that's I don't all know I know. That's my words. <laughs> we should have be- played it. Yeah. That's probably because there was a whole generation of kids who were like, five second rule, it was only on the ground for a few seconds. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Dead. Well, we were just saying, in 1993, were a lot of kids putting bad food and <laughs> dirt off the ground in their mouth or what was going on, but... Whole childhood of eating dirt. Yeah, and then like, how did we... Oh, we got on this topic because we were trying to discuss how we were going to open up this podcast. And Scott goes, you got... Hey, Carly. Hey, Coco. And then I was like, we're like those puppets. <laughs> Anyway, well, anyway, we just wasted 26 we, seconds we of your life. We just went back. We just went back <laughs> memory lane. It's funny how all of us who grew up in like the 90s, there's like the same consistent things, right? Yeah, you remember it. When yeah. you had CBC and you had CTV, you had two channels. Yeah. And remember YTV? Yeah, well, yeah. that was much oh. later. You're obviously way this younger. Is but. The, but look at the programming and conditioning yeah. that we're breaking free of. Everything came out of the same pipelines. Yeah, totally. really. Yeah. Like there was not the information, there was not even the chance to have the awakening knowledge that we're experiencing now. The social media. It the... all came through the same pipelines. Like imagine being us in 1993 where you have puppets who are like singing a song <laughs> and programming you to eat some, not eat something and this is how you have to live. Like that 
to us three sitting there, that song is probably going to play in my head all day now. Oh, yeah. Because it played in our head on repeat for that year or however long as kids. Yeah. And like you said, you were four. Yeah. So I was that four. Was in 93, I was four. Programmed into your... And I remembered it now at 31 years old. Yeah. Crazy. Isn't See, things crazy? St- stick with you. And that's how we're, our work right now is so hard at times because you have this programming and lineage that is so strong. Yeah. Like our generation and and all the people that we're working with come from that demographic. And then the generation beyond that, our parents and beyond, like think about it. Mm-hmm. The well, trauma, right? That trauma is... Well, it's no different than like you listen to songs growing up on... Everyone can listen to the same songs growing up on the radio. Yeah. Right? And nowadays, like, you know, because there's only like 40 songs on the radio, you knew all of them. And nowadays, kids are like listening to to Korean pop music. And it's like so weird because we never would have even thought of listening to like that sort of like that has that spectrum. Right. Like you grew up listening to whatever your parents listened to and whatever was on the radio. You had your country station, you had your FM stations in the city. And that's what we knew. And now trying to break those molds is hard at our age, but it's so obvious in that younger generation. Yeah. 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 So today's topic is, I think the one that is on everybody's mind right now, I was just kind of in a channel and they were showing me um, a lot of the world is frozen. So let it go. Lo- <laughs> Literally. <laughs> let it go. A lot of everybody is now becoming like the ice sculptures where they're frozen. They're not moving. They're overwhelmed with all of the information. They're overwhelmed with mm-hmm. all the things and people are not able to unfreeze themselves and begin to take action to move forward and unthaw them. And so what is really interesting is um, on the weekend with some other work that I do, it's like the 2021 energy is coming in early at the end of the June. And so the people who are on Ascension and moving up, you're getting that instant manifestation and that abundance and that joy and that freedom. But then on the contrary, there is that frozen energy. Yeah, it's almost like information overload. And if if you haven't expanded or cleaned out to have enough space in your computer (laughs) for all this information, it just freezes, right? Like, I love using computer analogies. We used them on the last podcast too, but it's true. It's like, if you haven't cleaned out that, you know, memory in your computer, you're not going to have enough room for all the new stuff. And so it's going to bog down, get slow and freeze. Yeah. And I had just posted that as my energy report where it's like, imagine that right now in this eclipse portal. So on Friday, I hope that Um, Many of you took the time, and if you haven't, still do it. That activation was powerful, Mm -hmm. where you reversed through the portal, went into the the energy of the ballroom, and back over. And what's happening is we're that outdated computer, that obsolete computer that is getting all the memory upgrades, getting all the upgrades, and so many are like, this is bogus, I love my operating system, I love my computer, I mean... How many of us are that? Like Scott was just looking at my Mac, which is like seven years old. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, you cling to that old operating system because you know that there's better, but like why go there? Cause this one works just fine. Yeah. Right. So then you get the new Mac computer, you get the new iPhone. You're like, oh my God, what was I doing for so long holding on to the old? Mm-hmm. So all of that is coming out of us right now in this portal and this 
quote unquote uh, summer storm. Mm-hmm. And with that, the glitches are starting. The freezing is happening because there's so much going on outside of your computer system, outside of your hard drive. Mm-hmm. And people don't know how to make the actions, I would say. Like they're they're reading the computer programs, but they're not doing the actions to like wipe their hard drive clean. Mm-hmm. Correct? Sounds about, sounds about right to me. <laughs> I always think of it as like when the operating system on your phone gets upgraded and all of a sudden like things are just looking a little bit different. Like, where is my camera and, now? Yeah. How, how do I access my camera? I was like, yeah. okay. I still do that. How do I swipe up and down? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, I have you no get, idea. You get used to the habit into the pattern of doing things and it takes a long time to adjust to the new. But once you actually adjust to the new, you're like, wow, this is super slick. And then you think back, like, why did I do it the way that I used to oh do Oh my it? gosh, such a great example of that and actually in line with what you're talking about um scott with music so my dad he for years has been using itunes so you can't even get itunes on new computers new phones because it doesn't exist like it is now apple music itunes is not a thing and he rides a motorcycle so he'll take his old ipod and plug that into his motorcycle and that's what he listens to when he's riding so this old iPod finally froze on him, literally. Like, he couldn't access it. I had to do a hard reset. And so, obviously, we lost all his music on his iTunes. So, anyway, he still has iTunes on his Mac. So, I was like, well, I can upload all the music again. But I'm like, why don't you just use the Spotify account that I pay monthly for you to use? And he's like, what's Spotify? And I'm like, Dad, (laughs) I pay for you to use this. So, I literally sat down with him for probably about an hour and a half. And I showed him Spotify. And he was blown away that he could get all his music, any band from any genre, from any decade that he ever wanted to, on Spotify. Yeah. So old programming, he wanted to stay with iTunes because he knew it. It was easy. He had the habit of knowing what playlist he liked, mm-hmm. where, what songs were on what playlist, and didn't want to transfer over to the new technology. But now he literally then spent three nights back to back up till 3 a.m. making playlists on Spotify. And it's his new thing and he loves it. Yeah. So just case in point, old programming... You know, you never want to change because of the habits, because it's easier. You can go on autopilot, but when you finally figure out the new, you're like, where have I been? Yes, because you get stuck in the habit of the habit of the habit. So you are stuck in that cycle and it's the habit of the habit of the pain almost, right? Like Because you know know the pain, you know the reaction and how that feels. So if something different, you always think is going to be worse, but it's not. And I've had lots of conversations with people with that recently where it's like, Everybody, when they're living in linear time, they look at the quote-unquote future and they base it on a false past, right? Right. So you're basing everything in the future. So like right now, if you're worried about money, you're like, oh yeah, for sure, we're not going to be able to pay rent for, you know, August because, you know, last year we struggled. Yeah. Yeah, but that's based on a timeline that's already collapsed. So what's happening is there's... um, A lot of dimensions on planet, like I think we've talked about this before, where it's like the layer cakes of Mm -hmm. Earth. And like, for example, our team is in, say, the 5D layer cake, but lots of other people could be living in the 3D layer cake, right? So they're seeing life from that dimension and that layer cake. Yeah, so in in other words, it's like we're all experiencing the same thing, but it's how are we translating it as our experience. Exactly, and lots of people are still living in the old timelines. So using me as an example, if you're still obsessed about 
um, a life that I lived before, you're still stuck in that old 3D timeline, mm-hmm. right? Where I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, doesn't that doesn't even, even resonate. <laughs> like, I, I vaguely am aware that that happened, but that's collapsed. That's done. So when you are moving through and up and out, it's painful, Because all of those old timelines and the ego and everything will try and stop you. And that's been like a huge topic this week too within our community. It's like the ego is wild and it will do everything it can to stop you. Well, because basically what you're doing is you're relearning behavior. And I think, Scott, you said it earlier where it's like whatever you are doing, now you have to do it opposite because you need to relearn a new behavior instead of going back on autopilot. Yeah. Yes, and that's that's actually – I found – I wanted to find – to see if I could find the numbers for you because people are always say the past, it was always better in the past. Right. And that's kind of getting that stuck on that thing that we keep talking about how it always better in the past and the new is scary and different. Mm-hmm. So here I, I wanted to find this cause this was great. In 1916 soldiers with a femur fracture had an 80% chance of dying. So 1916, the introduction of the Thomas splint reversed this statistic giving soldiers the same injury and 80% survival rate. Like people don't think when they think about stuff in the past, how much better it was, but like the medical procedures from the past were, were brutal. Yeah. And that's just like one aspect of it. Like when you went to the hospital, you were literally taking your life in your hand. Cause you might come out without like, an arm. Without an arm. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, how did I get here? Like I came in with just a simple cut. We're like, Gotta cut it off. Yeah. Well, and that's a prime example about like right now, like you're hearing that all the time where people are like, I can't wait for things to go back to normal or whatever. Like normal was not what was is done and it wasn't good people. Like yeah. it wasn't like, yeah. it, but it was comfortable. It was comfortable. A hundred percent. And it was familiar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We knew that if we did a, B yeah. happened. Yes. And so we've been talking a lot in our group about the dismantle that's happening. So it's, It's funny, um, it's not funny, but it's like amazing to watch how the dismantle is literally happening right before your eyes. So at the beginning of the year, like when we first started this podcast, we had said in I think episode three, when it was like, be the player uh, in your game, like manage it, that the dismantle is happening. Anything that is built on ego and the wrong foundation, um, and it was not built on heart center energy will not stand in this in this, in this energy. Right. And so in the beginning of the year, when this information's coming in and I'm like, okay, like we walk this, like our old life was very much built on ego and greed and hustle and all that stuff. So we're like, okay, like I see the dismantle cause we've walked it, you know, Carly's life was mm-hmm. built on, on the contrast of yep. density, right? All the things. But now to actually start seeing it, like... Well, to see it outside of our circle too yeah. is like, for us, that's why it's so impactful. Cause we're like, well, we know that we've been doing all this work, but like yeah, to see and, it now, come to and now the manifestations well, we, are coming. We like, talked about it. And yeah. It's always kind of like, you know, as much as you are told things, it's also very much like you have to, you're trying to interpret it in your mind, how you're taking it at that time. Yeah. But then it's always different to see things play out like in the present when you are looking back from the past. Well, because it, you don't never know exactly how things are going to turn right. out. Right, exactly. And the guides, or, we always say the guides give us like on a need to know basis. So yeah. it's really interesting. They'll always be like, hey, you know, you guys are in the boat and yeah. there is land coming. And before you get to land, you might go through a hurricane. And while you're in the hurricane, you might run into another boat. But then... But like, what's the hurricane? Yeah, and when you're actually in it, you're like, holy shit, this is what they meant. Yeah. You know, and it's like interesting because we've been seeing this like energy weather pattern for, 
you know, we've been talking about this for six, seven months now. Yeah. yeah. And now just last night I was on social media on my, my explore feed and I was seeing, you know, um, Rachel and Dave Hollis, you know, are getting divorced. And then I was like reading the comments and it's like, people are just like coming unglued because they're saying that they built their whole company on, you know, their strong marriage and, and really portraying that. And again, we don't know what happens behind the scenes, but if they were struggling and not building that or not creating a company based on true alignment, that's starting to fall apart. Yeah. Like nothing is sustainable. You know, Scott came from like a huge CrossFit background. CrossFit's having a week right now. Oh, they're, they're crazy. But what's really interesting is everyone who's sent a message or posted a message about it has all said similar things but they're all kind of like just waiting to see what's going to happen. Right. So as much as it's kind of tumbling down, there's also very much a holding pattern with them where they're kind of frozen, where they don't know what to do. Yeah. Because yeah. they're waiting for like almost like an outside no, decision to kind of make their own choice. Exactly. Someone's got to like frozenness. start the melt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like big, big things in the world are starting to dismantle in, in marriages and companies mm -hmm. and people are just like, there's a better way to live. You know, yeah. there truly is a better way to live. And, you know, think about it. Like if that, that marriage couple, if they have been having to like hold it together for the face of their brand to be like, Hey, we built this whole brand on marriage and love, like compassion to them, like the relief they must be mm -hmm. feeling right now. Once they start moving through mm -hmm. this storm, this energy storm, to fully move into alignment because you know how exhausting it is and me and Scott know you know to go on on lives and do all that to say and promote things when behind the scenes you're a mess and you're struggling right like that that wobbliness it, it's exhausting it takes a lot of strength and energy to stand there and put on a brave face when you are feeling down I think one of the best examples we've seen of that that people could just like instantly turn on and watch is Katy Perry had her world tour and there's a scene in there where she's back, yeah. back behind getting ready to go on stage. I think for her biggest show in Brazil, laying, getting her makeup done, laying, getting her makeup done. And she just found out that her former husband, Russell Brand had cheated on her or something. Or I they're getting exactly divorced that. or something. Or they're officially getting divorced and yeah. she's bawling, sobbing. They're like, give her five or 10 minutes. No one's talking to her. And then she's like, okay, I have a job to perform. I've got, you know, I don't know how many fans were there. We'll say 30,000 fans sitting out there for me. I have to go out and perform. I can't even fall apart right now. Yeah, I have she to literally was like bawling and then she's like, Kate, and then pulls it together. Like that's hard. And that's, that's so hard. And that's so hard. And that's what's dismantling because there's a better way to live. And we're all, all of us that have lived that, because every one of us in this room have lived that and walked through that. And the reason why we do that, the number one reason why we do that is money, mm -hmm. is fear, is yeah. doubt is greed because you feel like you have to yes and i have to go out now and perform I, for thirty thousand people have, because they paid to be here i have to put this hoodie out i have to do this mm -hmm. stuff because i need to make a buck i need to pay my team i need to do all these things i need to do this i need to do that and like i remember scott and i used to have so many discussions and he's like literally you're paying the factory you know fifty thousand dollars but we have nothing to eat this week now mm -hmm. and i was like i have to how many times did i say that word to you mm -hmm. i have to do this i have to do this i have to do this and it's pro it's really interesting because 
you know, like the Hollis's, for example, or like you guys, you build your company with the best intention. It doesn't start that way. No. So that's why it's difficult when things do start to go south. That's why you feel like you have to keep up that face. Yes. Because this is this is who you have been. Yes. And now things are changing. So for them, I could only imagine, or like you guys even, it's like, yeah, they had this great marriage or you guys had this great company and then things start to turn. And it's like, well, when when is that time? To say that it's turning when that when this is how you're making your money to put food on your table, yeah, like that's the struggle. I, I, that's what keeps you tethered in. Hundred percent. But I, I think I think that comes from a fear because I think like hundred percent some fear you're in your wounds. About, yeah. and I, I don't follow either the Hollises, so I have no idea. No, and, and, and we're not judging talking, them. We're just no. using it as an example. Yeah. I'm just thinking that if you're talking about and your company's based on relationships, when that starts to turn, I think that if you, you are cling harder. You well, when you're in fear, you cling harder. Yeah. But if you are conscious. You almost start having that conversation and dialogue. Right. But the question is, is like both partners have to be very aware of that. And then mm-hmm. how much do you start sharing with the world? Because then what if all that, of a sudden it gets better? And now are you going to be seen as someone you, that like But you still, have to, you still have to talk about the good times and the bad. And social media is really bad for just snapshots of people's like the highlight lives. reel. Yeah, yeah, totally. And once you see people's highlight reel, you don't, you do, that's all you, that's all you, how you picture it. Everything's mm-hmm. picturesque. Yes. Yes. But really, like the day-to-day stuff, it might have been more more obvious. But again, you have to keep up that image. But also, Scott, brand. what so is it's, it's tough to be conscious in a relationship and talk about the, the highs and the lows, and be real, but still kind of like maintain that. But brand. also, Scott, yeah. what we've really talked about too a lot is that's what the healing and doing all our work is because when you try to be authentic and you try to share that story, you get shit on either way. Right. So social media is really horrible for that because people can project all their wounds. And we were just talking too about the Vancouver Candle Company. They're another one that's, you know, getting really um, beat up right now because of some racist comments. And I said to Carly, like literally their Instagram now has become a hate group. Yeah. Because every time they try to move forward, people are going to be like, you didn't handle this racism thing right. You didn't do this right. And they have they just spew whether it's right or wrong. I'm not saying that either way. They just spew all of their projections, all of their opinions, and they will do anything. It's like it's it is it's that cancel culture. And it's like we're all human. I get that. We all have our wounds. But in the next sense, like you and I were discussing that company too. And you're like, so much compassion for them. It's so hard. But what's falling, they've got to let it fall because it just wasn't built on the right energy. And in this new earth energy, it's all about vibration. It's all about energy. And I did a post about that today where it's like every single fucking day, your soul is nudging you. Yeah. But how many people listen? They don't. Or they're even conscious to it. And this is why we, we are teaching and mentoring and helping people because in new earth, your physical does not matter. It is your soul. It is your energy. Mm-hmm. So how do how do you listen then, right? How do you break yeah. break the habits? So we had talked about, and I'm very much like, I like to pay attention to what I do physically, how I'm moving, you know, things like that. I'm very much aware of my, my body mannerisms. So one of the things that you could do is if you always drink coffee with your left hand or with your right hand, switch it. Mm-hmm. Feel the difference. Notice the difference. Become aware of that. That's how you start to become more conscious to what your body's doing. Sit down and eat a meal and reverse your silverware. You know, try and write backwards, or not backwards, but with your opposite hand. Like you have, you have to pay more, you have to actually be conscious about what you are doing in that moment. Otherwise, 
like it's the amount of concentration and intent you have to put it behind writing with the wrong hand is ridiculous. But then you pick up the pen with your with your other hand that you normally would write with. And I mean, I'm a good example for that. Yeah. I don't even think about it. Half my <laughs> letters are like, it looks like just like squiggles because I'm not even forming half my letters with my left hand. I'm just like, I'm, I'm rushing so much. But when I grab the pen with my right hand, I'm like mm -hmm. consciously making a circle you know, filling the T's, you know, making an R, dotting the I's, because I have to think so much about each individual shape of the letter yeah. that I have to slow myself down. And that breaks the habit of just almost like unconsciously just like going through things. But you're using a physical example and people aren't going to do that, Scott. Like, no, but, but no, but what he's saying is that discomfort yes. and that concentration is exactly the same that you need to do when you're doing exactly. this journey yeah. of exactly. becoming conscious. Yeah, yeah. Just, so just, Scott's not, so just to regurgitate that, Scott's not telling you that you need to like try and, and, you know, write with your different hand. He's showing you that if you're wondering what it means after you do um, the inner work, and how to do apply that into your everyday life? That's the example. That's right? an example so, you can yeah. do so they can in understand. the physical to yes. try and understand what it means. Like, like people get comfortable, and we almost take our spiritual information and and build bigger walls for our security box to yeah. reinforce our ideas already. We don't actually get out of our way a little bit and become uncomfortable. Yeah, because what I've noticed strongly, and we were just talking about this earlier too, is people will use the labels now, like, oh, mm -hmm. it's the ego, it's the inner child, it's that, and they put that box around them instead of um, getting out of the habit. Well, so we've heard so many yeah. people being like... Well, they're constricting based off yes. the language versus expanding. Yes. Because so, well, what they're doing is they're taking that language and applying it to what they're experiencing versus taking the language to understand a new experience that they need to have. Exactly. Right? Like when we talk about ego, it's like you need to now become aware of that, but then don't use that as the excuse when things happen to you. Like it's not, it doesn't become the excuse. It becomes the tool to get out of it. Yeah. And we hear that a lot where people yeah. are like, oh, it's ego. It's ego. It's ego. Oh, like, especially if you listen to people talk, it's like, <laughs> oh, that was definitely my inner child. Okay. So why, what are you doing? To, to, so to, what's your solution? To, to, to settle that inner <laughs> yes. child. So they become calm and, can, and you can move forward. So you move past this. But again, they're attaching themselves to the label and almost they're handicapping themselves. Right. Yeah. From the experience. And you're wonderful with that because in our world, in, in our team here, it's like, we, we call we do the action, we do the habits. So like last night I had done a session and my ego got in and it got really wild. And so I texted Carly and then <laughs> Scott's like trying to talk to me and I'm being really snippety. And then I go sit in the hot tub and the ego's like going wild. And then I'm like connecting with my guides and they're like, you know, get it together, Coco. And yeah. you know, I'm having a moment. And then you come out and you're like, so how does it feel for the first time ever? You're wrong, Coco. And then I was like, fuck off, Scott. You're like, job well done. Cause you got the yeah, ego, you, right? You, you started to defend yourself yes. right away. It was yeah. like, good. Yeah. That's exactly what I intended to do. Cause right. you're like, how often have I been through this? I haven't done this in a long time. You know, it's not very often to feel insecure and you're rambling off all your yeah. stuff and you're defending yourself. Yeah. I'm like, good. How's, how's me saying that any different than you saying it to yourself? It's yeah. not, but right away I say you, you will step up and defend yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing. And so I had to stop the pattern right there. And that's the hardest thing. And that's where I feel so many recognizing the power. Yeah. yeah. So many people stay frozen in that. 
So in our community, we're seeing like this past week alone, the breakthroughs for the people who are in their ascension has been astronomical. Mm -hmm. And to use an example, like the light code. So if you're following um, me specifically on Instagram, you're seeing that, you know, I do light codes and like Carly said, doesn't really resonate with her. Not does. It's no big thing for her. Um, Scott too. I don't think it means anything to you, but there is people who they will see that and they're like, okay, I feel that stirring inside that Mm -hmm. stirring inside. Yeah. Right. And there was three people, um, in the eclipse window there that bursted out literally, you know, I gave them some guidance on how to set, how to do it. And they, they literally changed their habit and did it. Yeah. Right. And then there was, you know, a handful of other people who had messaged me the exact same thing, but they didn't end up birthing it out because their ego and their, and their habits were in the way. That's the difference. You have to really reverse yourself. You know, and one girl to me was like, oh my God, like my ego, like I, I see where I have to reverse and stop, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like, oh, I'm doodling, I'm this, I'm that. And you have to really reverse your patterns. Yeah. Right. And people, but you have to be aware of the pattern. A hundred percent. And we say this all the time. Everybody wants the aligned life, but nobody wants to do the work. Yeah. And this is the work, the day to day thing to thaw yourself out. And you get very fr- frozen. Like I know another person in our community last week uh, messaged me and is like, I feel like I have been like in the 3D bubble all week. Like I'm so overwhelmed. So much information is coming at me like frozen. Let's be yeah. real. That's what they meant to say. And they're like, ah, how do I get unfrozen again? Yeah. And it's like literally you have to step back and recognize your week. Yeah. Correct? Wouldn't you say? I would say so. Like we just recently had a company that come through here and we hadn't seen them in, in a number of years. We kept in contact to them through, through social media and things like that. And when they showed up, I immediately reverted back to who I was like five years ago. Isn't that so interesting? Cause it's a habit. It's, it's just a habit with yeah. I mean, because the I habits have, you were a different person. When, I, yeah. When yeah. I last met them, I was a different person. So mm-hmm. I went back to like F bombs. I mean, I'm probably still pretty bad for it now, <laughs> but like it, it's, it goes up to like, 10 levels the amount of swearing that I do in a short amount of time. Yeah. But as I'm sitting there, I'm consciously listening to myself talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, where did this come from? Who Who like, are you? <laughs> I can't I can't believe I said half the things that I've said or how I've said it. It's like this is crazy. Like I'm not that person anymore. And I went to bed of like I'm not like entering that energy in, like in the morning. Like I'm going to be who I am now because I'm not who I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I got up in the morning, because they're also a very like conscientious and couple and, and people, I called myself out on it. And the shift was, was shift was, was different. It was mm-hmm. way different. The next, the rest of the trip was like a lot more relaxed, a lot more casual. Well, who like, you are know, now. Who I yeah. am, mm-hmm. who I, who I have become now. Like they were able to accept who I am now. And I was able to accept who I am now because you don't have to be that old person but you do have to be aware of what you're saying and what you are doing in order to to move forward yeah and I feel like you know with this summer storm and everything that we're going through with 2020 everybody is like starting to scramble and they don't know and everybody's looking for those comforts they're looking for those external things they're looking for what can like save me what can help me and you know your ego is going to be extra wild like I heard something on the weekend which was really good with like the couple that I follow 
for ascension and they're like if you're following us and you're here your ego's freaking wild Mm -hmm. because your ego did everything it could to stop you from being here and I thought that was so profound because we always talk about that at nights with Coco it's like you got here because you listened to your soul Mm -hmm. you listened to that nudge and pretty much everybody when they get here they're all off blueprint. They're all in ego. You know, it was foggy how they got here in the first place. Well, and, like even, sorry to interrupt. No, sorry. Yeah. But even like the people that will reach out and be like, oh, like I should really come to this. I've really been wanting to come. And then I'm like, absolutely come. We'd love to have you. And that's the last we hear from them. Because ego. Because ego then comes in. Or, you know, some people will be like, do you have any information you can share with me at the description of the event and what's going on? And, and here I am thinking, well, I've already given you as much information as I can give you. Because, and I always tell them, because it's like, it's something you have to experience. It's a vibrational experience. I can't put words to it. Mm -hmm. But when that's not good enough for ego, they drop off. Yes. And we always say, like, but I'll answer the door. Like, I'll be like, so you're nervous. Like, you've been walking up that driveway being like, what the hell did we just get ourselves into? Yeah. Right? Because soul knows the way. Soul always knows the way. And, you know... We talk about that a lot. There's no rhyme or reason where we should be right now in this moment of now. There isn't. There isn't. Other than the fact that we've listened to the the nudge of the soul when everybody else has been against us or the world has told us no and all that we've listened. Yeah. Right? And that's getting in tune with your energetic body. And people will get their sessions, get their readings, do all this, and their ego, if it doesn't fit in the box of how they want it to be, then they will always step back. But then the people that are like, nope. I'm trusting, I'm feeling this, and they're seeing the most profound shifts that you could imagine. And us three, for sure, we're the living examples in this new energy and in this decade, what it means to follow the heartbeat of your soul and really make those second-by-second decisions. Like, I remember last summer, Scott, you would say all the time, you're like, it's second-to-second right now. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, like, every day, every moment, it was like, Okay, like the tears, the ego, the dismantling, it's a lot. And people are frozen. And you know what? We know it because we walked it. Like last summer, we were in that frozen stage. We were frozen and we didn't know how to even move forward. If you think about it, we were. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's definitely hard to see what the future held for us last yeah, summer. Yeah, oh, 100%. But we trusted that whatever was going to happen, regardless of how it turned out, was going to be better than what we were. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what people don't want to admit right now. So it's like everybody needs to just breathe and everybody just needs to take a breather and look how far you've come. Look what you've walked through. But really, really, really notice it. Like I've been getting messages. This was the worst day. This was the worst week. This was the worst month of my life. But then I say something to them and they they disregard it. Right. Right. Cause it's all like, okay, well that's shitty frick. I need to crawl in a hole or, Oh my God, like save me, save me. I'm scared. And then you don't hear anything else other than they're just like batting the hatchetes. Like, you know, they're putting up the, it's like the hurricane is coming. I don't want to hear what she had to say or her ego, their ego is like, you know, she's crazy. She doesn't know. Like if she's not going to save me, then I'm going to say like all these things. Yeah. But the truth is, is like, if you've been having a bad week, month or year, why? Yeah. But think about that. That's why you're frozen. And another thing that came to me while I'm sitting here, maybe people can attest to it in Carly, because I know you took a big jump from your career to what you're doing now is, is the change does not have to be like dramatic. No. You don't have to quit like your 
hundred thousand no. dollar you know CEO job. It could just be like a little shift. Mm-hmm. You could just maybe move to a more a different location that is more aligned with what you're allowing to do and make a smaller steps. It doesn't have to be drastic. You don't have to go from hair down to your down to your bum to like a bald head. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah. You can take down the layers slowly, but just be that little bit uncomfortable. So you take that step, then it's a little bit more uncomfortable and you take that other step. Mm-hmm. And after you've taken like a hundred of those little steps, when you go to look back, you'll realize that you've got a mile. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'm here at the starting line. I need to get to the mile line. How do I do that? I mean, the journey starts with a step. It doesn't have to be like a jump. And it's just consistency. That's why we say the work is day-to-day, second-by-second, because it's just taking it that one second, that one day at a time. And even if that means, like you just said, Scott, doing one thing that's different, that one thing is taking you from one timeline to another Mm -hmm. because you made a change. And it's it's bringing awareness to it. And I talk to lots of people lots of the time. If you're trying to fix your posture, because I like to use the body as an example, because and your shoulders are humped over a lot and you've noticed this and you want to stand up more upright, correct yourself. Mm-hmm. If you've correct yourself five, like the first day, one time, perfect. You've done, you've sat up more correct that first day than you did any other day. And you go to second day, you maybe catch yourself three or four times. And then the next day it's like a little bit more and a little bit more until eventually you're sitting there with good posture. It's mm-hmm. just repeated steps. You're slowly breaking the habit but you're bringing awareness to it. And when you catch yourself slouching, you straighten back up. That's the awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the practice of it really mm-hmm. essentially just that small. And the hardest thing too with being frozen right now is... You're cold. Well, you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't like to be cold. We and all know so, that. Yeah. <laughs> and 100% is you're just, you're so frozen and you're crippled by your wounds and what everybody else thinks of you. Like you're so scared to make those jumps or make those different decisions or clean your house. Like everybody's so scared to clean their house and end those relationships and unfollow those people and not have those clients and do all that because they're so scared. Oh, you know, it's marvelous when you see people, Oh, I just cleaned up my garage and this is all I've got from it. You took five things out of your garage. You either have like the world's smallest garage or like you didn't, you were like, well, I could use this or I could use this later. Or this. Yeah. Because everybody's attached to the old mm-hmm. yeah. because nobody wants but they haven't to... touched any of those things. Exactly. In they probably forgot half of them were even there. Let's be yeah. honest. And they're like, well, you know that, uh, no, that, that. Yeah. What if, so I was the worst for that with like my closet, for example, with clothes, it was like, I had a pair of like neon pink Lululemon leggings just in case I ever got invited to a tight and bright party. Yeah. Carly. No, but that's a prime example. <laughs> you should have just wore them out anyways. <laughs> yeah, but that's a prime example of this is all like the basics of um, rising out of ego and healing your wounds. Mm-hmm. All of this starts with the habits and then it moves up the spiral. Like yeah. obviously I'm sitting here listening to them and they're, they're t- their conversation right now is so basic for me. And the whole time I'm sitting here being like energy, energy, energy. But I understand that this is a level that people need to understand is the habits of of everything to reverse it. And it's a big thing moving into the rest of the year because we are so feeling so frozen. But what people don't understand is you're frozen because like you said, it's the computer hard drive that is like overheating. It's not cleaned out. It's not cleaned out. Yeah. Because now you're mixing all the old with the new information that's trying to come in 
And in my world, that's called your light body and the light body cannot handle the old and the new. So the old has to completely go so that the new can come in. And that's where the whole disconnect is happening for so many of you, because you wouldn't be listening to this if your light, if you weren't in that, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you listen to our work, it's because your light body is trying to activate and it's so clunked up with all the old. Yeah. And when your light body activates, you move into your, you know, your awareness, your consciousness and your ascension. And that comes with the very basics of what Carly and Scott are saying is the habits that need to be reversed. And that starts with making decisions from your soul and not your ego. And it does, doesn't yeah, it? You have, you have to be aware of the wave, but not take your eyes off the ocean. You have to know the wave's coming towards you. It's going to hit you so you can respond to it. But you have to be aware that there is like a whole ocean of stuff that's mm-hmm. it's still coming towards you. Like life is still happening. Well, and that's one wave's not like my, one wave might knock you over and crest you down, but there's another wave coming. Million more. So you have to you have yes. to be aware of the wave that's coming, but you have to be aware that there's an ocean behind it that's also coming. And that's as well. why we share so much of like the future things that we see and the energies of that. Not to scare you, but to make you be aware of the waves that are coming so that you can navigate them, like surf around them or use that energy. Like when I put out that activation on Friday, that was given to you to use that energy. Mm -hmm. So you're the surfer in the wave being like, yo, man, there's a big wave coming. I'm going to use that to propel forward. We're so programmed that everything is, has to be like the table, like our bodies, like how we see, but we're energy. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, that's the magic in this decade. Now that is how things go. Like when our friends were here last week, I love how she said to us, Oh my goodness. When I listen to you talk and I see the work that you do, I can see what you mean by run versus crawl because to help you reverse your patterns, you know, you're understanding what your core wounds are. You're understanding what your inner child is like you're understanding. And it's almost really hard once you get those details and full details to even that's coming to me right now. And it's really interesting is you can't hide behind the labels when you know the details. Mm-hmm. Cause think about that. Anybody in our community and world who's worked with us and know the details of what their inner child, their core wound, they don't hide behind those labels. Do they? No, be- no, because because you can't. You, you can't. know the details exactly. Because what happens is, okay, I'm being triggered. Wh- what is it, my inner child? Why? You instantly go to the why, and then that description and the details come to you. So then mm-hmm. you take that and you run with it. When you don't know, you use the label, and that label is the repeat loop in your head, not yes. the details. And the label is the is the the left and right ver- uh, loop yeah. instead of the spiral up. Oh. So if you've been reading the books and you've been doing like the talk ego and the talk, like the talk world of spiritual stuff, not energy, the talk, you, you hold on to that, that, the language, right? Because, um, that's all you got. Yeah. Like in our world, it'll be like the self-worth wound, but, um, I'll be able to instantly then go to like, okay, this makes sense because on my ruler of say inner child, you know, Coco wasn't played with or this happened to Coco at nine and then I'm able to like, it just all connects. I can't even hide behind the label if I wanted to, like I literally can't. And that just came to me so strongly because if you truly know the details of your energetic body, you unthaw yourself, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Like you do. You can't, you can't stay frozen. Well, because this is the thing. Everyone knows they have trauma in their childhood or they've experienced trauma in their life. Yes. 
And until you really face that, aka knowing the details, it's just your story. It's the overarching label. Yeah. And you don't go beyond that. So it's no different than when you start learning these like spiritual terms, quote unquote, that you're just going to use them as the wrapper, but you don't actually dig into what's underneath. Yeah. And, you know, I just heard this last week from someone. They're like, well, I've, I had an amazing childhood. So is there is there anything I have to dig into? And I was like, oh my goodness, I would have said that up and down about my life. Yeah. I would have been like, I grew up in a small town. I had, you know, parents who were married. Like I had the white picket fence. Like, no, I had nothing. And now it's like, oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Like every single person is wounded. We were all raised by wounded people. This generation here, if you're everybody, yeah. if our friends that came, their kids were like seven or nine or 11 or something like that. I would maybe say that they're not, they, they've still already put some wounds in their kids, obviously, because they're just moving into consciousness. But I would say that maybe that age group is the ones that will come up not as wounded. Right. Just there. Not yeah. as wounded. Not, not still as, wounded. That's actually the key word there is <laughs> yeah. not as, as wounded. wounded. Yeah. Because as, as, as humans, we are able to make mistakes and we cannot 100% interpret Yes. exactly what someone's needs are or are even 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 able to give that to someone else in that moment that they need to receive it right yes and that of course will create wounds but at least you can do is be conscious about it and then your children will be conscious about it and you can minimize the effect and the depth of that wound and sooner yeah that's and the soon. thing too right yeah. you're not going to be harboring that for 30 years before you deal with it if if you're if you're conscious and you're raising conscious children it's like okay you know in five years, we're good. You know what, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it, yeah, it opens and, up that conversation. And dialogue. also what else is coming to me that's really causing everybody to be frozen too is the, um, the rabbit hole. Okay. So that's been big these last two weeks. I think, <laughs> I think what I need to say about that is like the rabbit hole. If you're down the rabbit hole and you're really clinging to the rabbit hole and all of that, that's exactly where you need to be. And let's, so what is the rabbit hole? So okay. Yeah, Cause I don't know what the rabbit hole yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our term that okay, we like to so use. Like the, the rabbit hole. And there is like a few spiritual mentors out there that their whole entire work is based about the, around the rabbit hole stuff. Because the rabbit hole, which Carly and I will get into details about, is to keep you, how would you word that? It's going to keep you in a bridge, basically. Yes. So it's, so what the rabbit hole is, I think we need to explain that. Yes. So the rabbit hole is kind of this world of, and I'm going to use this term loosely, conspiracy theories. So we all know there's a lot more going on in the world right now than a lot of us have been told, programmed, a lot of uh, a lot more than what we're actually physically seeing right now. And there are truths to these things. There are truths to these quote unquote conspiracy theories. Uh, and like let's and clarify. we know there yes. yeah, and there like, are things uh, going like on. Like Carly has I've been in the rooms of many of the stuff, like the sex trafficking. It's a thing. Um, the You've been in a sex trafficking room? Yes, Scott. Like physically? Yes, in the very beginning. You were with me too when I first oh, boiled. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. I was, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was making a crude joke. Like she was actually in the room in a sex trafficking room. Like, oh, participating? Oh. oh Coco gosh. and I were like, uh, yeah, where okay, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. That, he was, is right. He is right. That does sound. Yeah. sound wow. Wow. No. In I, a channel. Sorry. Yes. When I'm in a portal, I walk into that room. 
So I've been in all in some various rooms. Thank you for clarifying, yes, Scott. Scott wrote out there. And he's like looking at me, being like, "You've never told me about this." Yeah. Like he's like, "This in- is no, some no, inner no, child no, shit no, that no, I don't really like." This is. I've never seen you in a sex childing ring, but mind you, I'm not there. So obviously, we, obviously we hang wow. out in different circles. Yeah. But uh, no, I do. I do know you've talked about like seeing you, kids in cages. And yes, things and you like that. and you were there in the very beginning. Yes. In the very yeah. early so days with Rothschild, yes. And you had seen this. You weren't physically in the location participating. You were in yes. the channel Sorry, observing. to clarify. Carly and I, that is something that we need to work on. Is we do <laughs> talk like everybody knows what, what we're, we're talking, talking about. about. And we apologize. So that's good that Scott's here to clarify that. So what we're trying to say is all these things do exist. And... I have and done, they're being talked about for a reason yes. because they're they're they are here. It is a it's a it's a disclosure instead of a bomb. It's yeah. like a it's like a fill a, a sink dripping into a bowl slowly. Yes. Instead of like the whole waterfall coming into the bowl at once. And so we're well aware of all of this energy, but it's not our journey to focus on that. And we're here to help you rise above into your ascension instead of constantly hammering you with that to keep you in a state of I would say fear fear yeah because what happens is because this stuff is so extreme and it is so outside of what we've been programmed to believe is what's actually going on in the world you get that cognitive dissonance and so you so what happens is your body is so shocked you're frozen but then you want to keep digging because you're like is this really real I need more information and you get caught up down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. where it's we need to be aware of what's going on. And then as information comes to you is process when you it. need it. Yes. And yes. when it comes to you, process it, feel it out, um, and really take it in. But like the guides always say, like, you're here to rise up. Like if you constantly are taking that in, you stay in that fourth dimension. Like yes. it is a, it's a, it's a fourth dimension spiral that you get caught up in and some people stay in that the whole entire life here and they don't rise up. And it's basically, it's like that last kind of trap. Yes. Oh, you're rising up. You're becoming more aware. Yes. Well, this is, we're going to pull out all the stops now to try and stop you as our last stitch effort before yes. you get onto that 5D train. Welcome to 4D. Isn't, Go yes. down the rabbit hole. Isn't there spiritual people out there that will talk Only? a lot <laughs> about a lot about what we talk about, but also try and keep their... I don't know what you call them. Following. Following yes. in, in that fear yes. bubble yes. as well. Yes. Like we're not talking, like they're talking about like, there's only, you know, if you listen to the language, I guess there's only one way. Yeah. Right. You, know, you have to be doing this or you have to be doing that where there is, there's so many, as, as much as there's flowers and grass in the world, like there is that many different ways of doing it. That's entirely 100%. up to you. Yeah. hundred percent. And like you should be leaving almost listening to this podcast, for example, or reading the posts on Instagram, like with like enlightened, hopeful yeah. yes. rather than fearful. Cause if you're fearful after reading something, like you got to stop and, and think if like, you're, why? If yeah. you're fearful, if you're riled up, if you're fired up and you feel like, Oh, like, like I'm you're getting, worried, you're going to, to battle. Yes. And you want to go tell everybody and like get everybody's eyes open and you're in that fight mode and notice the spiritual teachers who teach and mentor that way because they keep you in their community that way. They're they keeping do. you small yes. within their community. Yes, they're so keep, they're exactly. basically using this carrot of enlightenment to yes. keep you right where you are. And like Scott says, they do have some 
some good truths. They yeah. do. And that's oh, the, the hardest thing is the when there is... The best lies in the world always have this, like a grain of truth into it. Yeah. So it's not really unbelievable, but it's just believable yes. enough where it's like... Uh... And when and when they are mentoring, they do say some truths that is of quality. Yes. And you're like, oh my goodness, that is great. That is and a great... And that's how conspiracies like... But that's how yeah. that's how you stay frozen. Yeah. So you never rise up because these mentors want you to stay in their community, mm-hmm. and it's almost it's that four D spiral. Like it's like my way, and if you don't do this, and if you don't listen to me, then you're gonna develop cancer, or this or is gonna I told happen, you this was or happening. I told you, and if you're listening to me, I told you, I told you, I told you. And what I always say is like you're exactly where you need to be. Like with us, we're here to help you remember who you are. And if you outgrow us, wonderful. Like mm-hmm. I want you to outgrow us. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to spread your wings and fly. I want you to expand your mind. And as we grow and as we expand, you know, there's people below us who are going to take over things that possibly I do right now. And we're just going to keep moving and moving and moving. It And you should not get stuck in that, that uh, spin. Yeah. And there that is that it is the yeah. rabbit hole yeah. and there's a lot of people right now who are getting trapped in that 4d dimension and i love how you say that carly because it is it's like that last like kind of break free of like the ego and all of that where you're like you know what i don't need to be saved and i'm going to save myself and that aha moment happens and there was another thing i heard on the weekend and i loved it and it's like when when every when everything that everybody is saying is wrong and I have to, I have to find the exact saying okay, of how so it while was. While but... you're looking that up here, what I, what I just wanted to point out here is like, as much as we talk about our experiences, those are not like but the, the only, there's not, <laughs> yeah. exactly. No. It's not the only, like my experience is unique to me. Yeah. Carly's experience is unique to her. Coco's experience is unique to her. Your experience is unique to you. We're using our experiences not as like, a, this is like, you have to do this or this or this or that. Otherwise, you're in big trouble as a tool to help you understand your experiences because we might have a better understanding of what we're going through so we can help you go whatever you're going through, but it's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the important thing to remember. Your experience is unique to you with like your upbringing, your past, whatever you, your, your soul contract is with that, whatever aligns with your blueprint. Lot, there's lots of similarities but it's unique to you. Yeah. Yes. And and when you, and when we work with everybody, it's like, I like literally we kind of have like a pathway that we know people can go through, but every person is different based on what they need. Yeah. But what I was saying is to carry the energy of, um, ascendant presence of like 5d of joy, love, abundance, freedom, and really move out of that 3d, 4d, spiral spiral um you could not awaken or do that until you knew the flip side right okay so the rabbit hole you need that yeah you know you need to have your life in density like it's funny because i don't i had uploaded the podcast wrong last week and then i went on to apple podcasts and you know we've talked about this on the podcast before <laughs> about how or a fan club under the reviews yeah our fan club <laughs> or one person keeps writing all this like hate so you know they're probably going to love that we're giving them notoriety but I'm going to use it as a teaching tool and they're who I would say they're on that layer cake they're still stuck in that 3D dimension I'm like okay like it doesn't even register and yeah. they they're commenting about my old life and they're like oh they shouldn't be talking um, and giving hard truths if they can't acknowledge 
and you know all the things and that's exactly what we're trying to say is I couldn't be where I am right now if I wouldn't have had that flip side yeah like nothing anybody can say to me on reviews even pings at me anymore like I look at that and I'm like twilight zone like I feel so sad for those people that they're so stuck like they commented that you know I need to stop saying it's wild on every episode well it is wild (laughs) like it literally is and I can't uh we grew up in small town Saskatchewan so people are everything is wild everything (laughs) is wild everything is wild like the fact that there's people in different countries listening to this podcast is wild wild. yeah so you know what maybe it's a genetic term and we sound like like what's the valley girl word like 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 like, oh my god like that it is, but, it's, but it is wild but it's, because it's mind blowing to us to real to, to to hear about the impact that we're having. Like yeah. we've led such, I mean, me personally has led such a small shelter life. Like I grew up in a small town. I went to broadcasting early, school. I yeah. had kids early. Like up until I think I was what twenty seven. You hadn't been on a plane. Oh yeah, and I no, was twenty seven. Scott, you were in your thirties. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so like to realize that like the stuff that I've been through or we talk about, like to be heard. Yeah. Living where we live is wild to me. Like I drive <laughs> around and be like, this is like a movie scene. When we visited Paris, it was like I've only seen this in TV. Now this is a reality. Yeah. It's insane, and I try and imagine those places and like. When I watch like Mission Impossible 3 or whatever, when they're running down the streets of Paris, like, I wonder if I've been down that road. Would I recognize that? Yeah. And that's like, it's, that's wild. wild. And I don't know what, if there's another way to do it, but it's like, it's crazy once you've actually been there to look back and like, and see those type of but things. But that's what creates the impact. And that's, yeah. that's what allows exactly. you to then move forward. And, and that's what I'm trying to yeah. say is you have to have that flip side, right? So when I see those, um, souls that are stuck in that spiral of the negativity of the old. It's like, number one, you don't even know us. You don't even know what our impact is. If you're listening to this podcast and you think we care about fucking reviews, no, yeah. we're here for impact. This is a vibrational experience. If one person listens to us or 10,000, it doesn't matter either way. Yeah. But that's to show you that in order to heal and to move forward, you need to have that contrast. So I can go and see reviews about us or my upcoming book and all that. And it doesn't matter because I've had the contrast already. Right. So it's like, you cannot awaken. And that is so true. Scott couldn't awaken fully until he felt and processed and went through his molestation. You know, Carly couldn't awaken until you felt your pain of your relationship and the status quo and being out of alignment with your career. And then you flip open. And what, what the quote that I heard is to carry the energy that you're carrying, you could not awaken until you knew the flip side. And then to stay awake to is to have naked authenticness with the one who would want to stop you from within. Right. So that is the ego. That is the wounds, all of that within that tries to stop you. But when you reverse the habits, that is how you stay awake and you Mm -hmm. keep rising up. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the ego is screaming and justifying. It becomes your greatest partner in pain. All the reasons why everyone else is wrong and you are right will be your biggest breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Like take that in. Because that's where everybody is frozen. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like you will try and make these, you'll try to do these things in life, but everybody, you, 
is that reverse maybe all the reasons why everyone is right and you are wrong should that be how it is no that's that's things that your ego talking okay yes because if everyone else is right and you are wrong you want to be reverse of that yes why everyone so else they're is correct wrong and yeah, you yeah, yeah you're correct. good so all the reasons why everyone else is wrong and you are right will be your biggest breakthrough yeah because now you're aware that you, one, are now not following the programming of everyone else exactly. either. Exactly. There so you go. So it's like you'd rather be a lonely lion than a popular sheep. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where you guys are all going to rise. And I think the rabbit hole is a freezing situation right now. Mm-hmm. And the... Um, the Disguised um, as expansion. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Yeah. And no judgment because you do need to experience that. Like, learn it. Please learn it. You You have to to go, but don't stay there. Yes. Right? And that's the hardest thing because it's really gooey. Okay? It's like really gooey. You have to open. You have to stretch your mind. And you guys had to have a talking to with me because I was definitely, uh, I was swimming in it for a bit. In that that particular dimension for a while. And and when you guys would be like, this is like fear. And I'm like, what? Like I was like shocked because again, I was listening to a mentor, um, that had some truths and I was right. like, wow. But then when I really thought about it, that mentor, I wanted that mentor to save me yeah. last year. So what you're talking yeah. about is you were swimming in that 4d kind of being stuck within a community exactly, yeah. and waiting every week to be saved. Yeah. Right. Instead of the other people that I would follow, um, would force me to go within so that's the thing too. So how do you know then if you're listening to someone that you consider a mentor, if they're in that kind of area, if they're trying to keep you small, is because you are looking to them to be saved and they're telling you that they can save you. Well, if you see, uh, I told you, I told you this is going to happen. If you're listening to them and you're coming away fearful, yes, mm-hmm. like the world is such a joyous and amazing place and there's so much abundance and love and stuff out there that if you're talking to someone about all the change and stuff that's happening, you're like, oh my god, like. I got anxiety around this. I got this. anxiety around this because like, I'm not ready for this change. Like you need to stop and feel like, okay, why am I not, why am I having this anxiety? Why am I having this reaction yes. to what this person is saying? And it's going to be steps. Yeah. Maybe it's just that one particular moment that has just caught you in a step. Like, okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. But maybe mm-hmm. it's just like a, a slow realization that, okay, now I, I, I realized the first time I reacted this way, it was because of what they said. And now like they're saying, essentially sort of the same thing and i'm i'm catching myself from reacting the same way yes and the, what we are breaking and what the we, habit and being conscious and the realization of your thoughts and feelings is again what we always refer to mm-hmm. yes and also what happens in that dimension is you will and carly called it the best when you're talking about relationships mm-hmm. is you will look at like the 90% or the 80% where it makes you feel what Scott said, but the, the 10% was good. So you'll justify and make it fit into that box. Yeah. So you could be watching like their, their stories or their content or whatever. And you're like, okay, hey, this today is like really weird or really off center. This makes me feel uncomfortable. But then you'll say, oh, well discernment, like not all of their stuff is great. Um, when you don't, cause you don't want to face it. This is like their 90%. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cause you're so, you, you love their 10% so much and their 10% makes you feel so alive and so aligned and all the things and that you're growing and everything. But when you really stop and look there, 80% of it is making you feel off for a reason. Yeah. But and you, and but that you, ten- you, you disregard it. You yeah, know? you do. Because it's like a relationship. Well, or it's like we were talking about earlier, like if you're not, if you don't like to eat meat mm-hmm. regularly, but then you're like, but I would really like to have some pate. So I'm just going to 
clear my mind yeah, of the ninety percent of how that ended up in on my pat or my cracker. Yeah. Because I want to eat and I like the taste. Yeah. And so you focus on the ten percent and the story of yeah. why you'll why well, the you logical put up mind will always poke holes in the spiritual theories. Exactly. You yeah. can rationalize like anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've talked about that this year because you know I would put us we're real. We are no BS mentors. We say it how it is. We're you know our work is intense. And if people unfollow us or we don't resonate, it's that's fine because 13 other people or 20 or 100 people are going to come in, but they're unfollowing us because um, it's triggering. Yeah. Right. And, you know, not to say that, you know, we're the cat's meow and all the things. It's just like, we're not for you right now yeah. or maybe ever. Right. And maybe that fourth dimension. Or maybe for a limited amount of time, this is what you need to hear. Exactly. And maybe but. that fourth dimension mentors who you're going to go through for years and then you're going to rise up or maybe that's just going to be where you're at. But there is there is more of us rising and it is happening and you have to have the journey and you have to unfreeze yourself. And mm-hmm. so many people are getting stuck in that ice sculpture of not being able to move because the overload is so much and they don't know how to clear it out. Yep. Right. So for the rest of, you know, this summer, for sure, I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not going to go there yet. It's like, we need to, you need to unfreeze yourself. You need to listen to your soul. You need to take the steps to reverse the patterns and the habits and like notice everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and we talk about this, I've talked about this for so many times, but like the social media, like if you haven't cleaned up your social media, like that's the very first thing that you should be doing. Oh yeah. Because oh yeah. Cause that, that is just one of, it's the fastest trigger right now yes. in our day and age for, for things to ping at you. Yes. Yeah. And you need to really like notice your ego. So if you haven't I don't even know. It's actually, well, we've said this before. It's a great tool for a lot of people to face their wounds. Oh, because if you you didn't have that social media tool, you'd have to face it in front of people. Yeah. And that's been like a new revelation. Um, when we were working with a client last week and her guide came through and said like, this is how you're going to heal your self-worth wound because if you wouldn't, it's going to be in day to day. And I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, like for sure, that's definitely oh. a journey for me, for you, for both of us. Cause we have a self-worth wound. And that was like radical in my yeah. healing, yeah. especially with my new life where I was like, you know what? Like the contrast for where I used to be and where I am now is so wild and the judgments and all the things, but you know what? I, I don't even think about it now, which is so weird. Yeah. I don't care about what I post. I don't care what anybody thinks because all I care about is that one person that is working on their ascension. Yeah. And like I tell everybody and it's funny because yeah, you see us where we are right now, but Carly and I weren't this. No. Like hot mess express tons of thousand. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. I would have sworn so would have you that we would have never been able to reverse no, that. If, and, if someone would have questioned me on something that I would have posted on social media or whatever, it would drive me nuts and ping at me all day long oh. to the point where I would take it down. And it happened to me yesterday where someone came up to me and was like, so those photos you've been posting lately, hey, they're a little different. And I actually had no idea what they were talking about yeah. because that is not even in my thought patterns anymore. And that in itself, I texted Coco and was like, oh my God, like that just shows you right there that like I'm doing the work. Yeah. Right? Because that would have 
been a narrative. Oh, and I get, oh, I get those messages so much where people are like, I just wanted to share with you, like, X, Y, and Z happened, and this is how I would have reacted, and yeah. I didn't. And I'm like, good, like, keep going. Keep it. Like, because it's, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> it is wild. The, the contrast, right? And But it's exciting when you notice the difference. Oh, so motivating, too. Yeah. Like, when you no longer respond the same yeah. way, or you... You've caught yourself before it happened. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's the change that I'm looking oh, for. Yeah. And I had said that the other day when I had went on Apple, and we are aware of of the trolling that goes on all the time because you know people make it known to us. Um, <laughs> and I had said to Carly, oh, like there's a there's a few new ones up there, like, and we started laughing about them, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, it made me so happy, actually. Yeah. I was like, they could have, like, 100,000 there right now, and it doesn't matter to me. No. Because it's like, I'm not doing this for any other reason other than it is my purpose, and I'm here to help all of you rise. So if somebody wants to talk shit about me, and someone wants to sit in that old energy, I feel sad for them. Yeah. Like, because you know what's interesting is it's like not even true. That's the thing. It's yeah. like these everyone they're gets seeing so, it and they're seeing it from their, their lens, lens and they're right? so stuck on their their reality of the situation, which isn't even the reality. Yeah, right? and we were talking That's about this on our walk the other day too. Like, and Scott's, I said to Scott, like, wow, like people are so stuck that they're talking about something from two years ago that was acknowledged two years ago that had a solution two years ago. Yes, and but it, was it wasn't their choice. There, and it wasn't the way that people wanted it, it to go. be in through their lenses, right? Yep. So they're so stuck and they're so hurt that people will literally go online and like harass people that have nothing to do about their current reality because they're still stuck in a timeline that is long gone. Yeah. But that is so amazing when you can see that ping, you know, that ping that you feel in you when you don't feel that anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's standing on the rooftop shouting, being like, I am the living example. I am the proof. Because nothing feels as good as that. And, you know, back in the ego days, it was like, nothing tastes as good as skinny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing tastes as good as realizing that you've healed and are healing your your wounds and doing the work. That's why you should long have a hashtag to put on. <laughs> so well, let's make sure this says it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's that wild. feels as good as that ping. That ping. Cause <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Cause that works, for, that works for gamers and everyone on the internet. Cause everyone's concerned about their ping time. Okay. So I know we might sound like a broken record with all of you guys, but you know, we're here to tell you there is a better way to live. And you have to just realize that if you're feeling frozen and you're feeling scared or you're noticing that you're in either of the things that we've talked about, that's okay. That's exactly where you need to be. But everybody knows inside. Like I ask all of you just like right now, like you close your eyes, you can connect. If you want to know something, ask the question on the top of a piece of paper and the answer will come to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a girl this morning ask me a question and I'm like, you know the answer write down on a piece of lined paper the question and she came out with the whole information mm -hmm. you know but our egos and when you're unhealed will debunk that being yeah. like that that can't be the solution you always say that you're like it's so much simpler than what we make it out to be mm -hmm. and you guys just need to start you need to start because I don't want this community 
all these people that listen, I don't want you guys to be in November being like, what the fuck just happened? Like, where did my year go? I'm still frozen. I'm so overwhelmed and continue that spiral into 2021 because new earth is here and you are part of it. And you're here to really release that and go within and get out of the habits and get out of the fear and get out of the stuck and really just bring awareness to all this stuff. And I don't even know, maybe you guys can help me before I go, but like what brings the awareness to your ego? Like when did that happen and how did that even happen? Right? Like it's like that awful (laughs) moment when you realize the ego exists. That like for me, what stands out is when I was sitting looking out at the lake one day and the guides had given me kind of a metaphor about how um, I was like the boat out in the water. Remember that metaphor, Scott? Vaguely? Basically, they were telling me that like I was not my company, Mm -hmm. right? And that I was separate from that. And they were teaching me about my ego. And I was like shocked. Like literally shocked. And I don't know where you two came from. I don't know. I think you were wrapped up. You had just like, who am I without your company? Yes. That's what it was because you had started to identify yourself more by that rather than... Yes, because it was Coco and then that behind it. Rather than being the extension of you, you had made that your identity. That's I think was the big realization for you. Yeah, that brought the awareness of the ego. Like, I'm just trying to think to give you guys these moments of where that aha comes in. And like, I don't even know. It just one day it does and you realize that that voice in your head is not you. Mm -hmm. I think you start to realize when things, like you slowly start to realize that things aren't working and now things need to be, there needs to be a change. Like that, there's a running voice in your head. It's like, I've done this before. It's wild. And like a lot of I've done this before. I've done this before. (laughs) I've done this before and... And it didn't work last time and I'm doing this again and it's not going to work this time. And you just start becoming really dissatisfied with that voice that's like in your head all the time and you want that shit. You hear lots of people talk about like, you know, oh, I need to quit doing this. I need to quit doing that. They're not even listening like really to that voice. But once you hear that voice, you're like, yeah, like it's, it's time to stop. And you start to just like recognize it for yourself. I think pain happens. That just came to me. Like, it's like Nights with Coco, like a lot of people get that shift then mm-hmm. and they realize that their ego exists, but then also I think it's pain. And I mentor on that at Nights with Coco is like something happens in your life where the pain is the change maker for you. Mm-hmm. And that, that moment happens and you're like, okay, like there, the pain is so extreme that you begin to shift and then it just, it happens, right? <laughs> so like he's playing in my head. No, tell me. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Can't hold me back anymore. It's the Frozen song. Yes. Literally. Literally. When you just learn to let things go and just literally see them for what they are, not based off of how you interpreted in the past, how you are expected to interpret it in the future. You just look at it for what it is in front of you and make your response based off of what's currently going on is when you put ego to the back because the ego is telling you things from the past how yes. you reacted in the in the past but the but the very beginning of you noticing where your ego exists there is you get specific, to the bottom you get to that you, rock you, bottom you get to the rock bottom yeah. all the time it comes from yeah. pain i say that all the time is nobody on a bright sunshine and rainbows day decides that they're gonna go all of a sudden no. like deal with their ego they're not no you you hit that point and that's what's happening in this year and scott sent me that quote that a lot of you guys have been seeing on social media where it's like, you know, 2020 isn't a write-off. It's the awakening year. Yeah. Right. Like so much is happening. 
for people and that's where they're not seeing it. Like when I'm getting those messages being like, it was the worst day, month, year of my life. And then they don't move past that. Yeah. But why? Yeah. No, they're sitting in the victim consciousness of like, Oh my goodness. I just want things to get better. But your ego, your body, everything is trying to tell you to wake up. And then you move forward with our work where we help you run now, like through the spiral up. Yeah. Correct? And I think what happens too is when you're at that rock bottom, you Acknowledge your ego when you realize things are being done for you and not to you. Mm-hmm. Because ego is telling you things are being done to you because of X, Y, Z. It's happening because you did this or this is happening to you and you're the victim. But when you realize that what's happening for you is to like uplift you. You're right. That was a game changer for you me. You look at it differently. Because I was, I remember now sitting on one of my walks when I cried every day and I was sitting down at the beach and the guys came through and said, this is happening for you. Yeah. And the trajectory for me changed. Like I felt safe I felt even though everything was dismantling support it right when you're not when you're unrealized that that voice and that narrative and I've talked about it so many times is like I used to have I'm I'm fat like loop on me a hundred times a day like what when you realize the loops yeah that you've had like now I'm like how did I live it's crazy it's wild it's wild (laughs) well before we go anything left (laughs) To say, Scott? Uh, no, actually, I feel like it was good. I feel like we, we've covered a lot. And just, I always mention, like, on my Instagram, is, like, everything you do is, is like a muscle. Flex it slowly. Flex it a little bit at a time. And you'll get stronger and stronger and more comfortable doing things. You can take small steps. Take that small flex. And then you feel like you're comfortable with it. Then you can take another step and another step. And eventually you're taking bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. steps. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be drastic, but just take small steps. Make yourself slightly uncomfortable and you'll be okay. You'll realize that it's not that scary. Yeah. And and before we go, that's what everybody says about Knights of Coco. Yeah. Everybody comes and they're just like crapping in their pants. Like Raven, I'm about to talk and like breathe everybody. And then when they leave, they're like, this was amazing. Or it wasn't as bad as what, like, oh my God, I'm so glad I came. Like my, I feel like they're just, they're shook. Right. Because it's like, literally that was the first step for so many people. And that's why I say like, if I never see you again, if we never work together, you were here for a reason because that's what your soul needed. Even if this is the only podcast that you've ever listened to of ours and something drew you here and you're like, okay, I'm never going to listen to anything again. That was a step in an ignition that, that took you in the direction you need. Maybe we were that little point in your journey that opened up that curtain for you for an inch and then you found a whole group or a community or mentors that resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe we begin to be that for you, but regardless, you're always exactly where you need to be and you're just doing that one simple step opens up the door and removes the boulder for so many. Mm-hmm. And that is seriously where so many of you are at right now as you navigate this summer and this year on becoming unfrozen. Mm-hmm. And it's wild. It's wild. 